game night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Bunker Project Podcast, episode number 129. Oh my god, already? Uh, you know that lyrics? Yep. They dated that song big time. Bobby Orr, I think, was mentioned. <laughs> yeah, but there's been another Bobby since then. Really? Uh, I think so. Wow. I can't think of one. This was like pre... Who's the superstar Canadian everybody knows in the Oh, US. the guy who went to Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. yeah, Wayne. I mean, this is like Wayne grew up thinking Bobby Orr <laughs> yes. as the biggest, most important person. Um, you and Gordy Howe. Oh, and Gordy Howe, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh, was it Mad Rocket Sherrard or something like that? Those were the great. These guys Maurice. used to skate. Yeah, Maurice. They used they used Maurice to skate. The skate without any protective headgear, and yeah. all of them, whenever they were being interviewed in CBC many many years ago, they grin, and all of them had their front teeth missing. Isn't it also <laughs> true that you yeah. know they started wearing a cup about fifty years before they decided maybe they should wear helmets? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, well, of course, funny. it's a much more useful device. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can be brain dead and still have great sex. <laughs> But it's, it's I mean, hilarious watching know. the old, uh, or looking at the old pictures with the people, you know, the goaltender st- sitting there with, you see his full head of hair and there's a puck flying by his head. Hilarious. But anyway, yeah, Stompin' Tom Connors passed away today. It's 77, so that's why we... Yeah. You know what it was? Too much chili. <laughs> Ring of Fire. That was his other famous, famous one. You know, you know that one? Yeah. Ring of Fire. Down, <laughs> that was down, down, down. Ring of Fire. That was Johnny Johnny Cash. That was Johnny Cash. Yeah, but he used to play his stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stomp Tom Connors. He was famous <laughs> he did for a cover he was famous for bringing a piece of plywood to all yes. his gigs, and he used to stomp yep. through a half inch or three quarters inch of piece of plywood in two or three shows, yep. and he'd go bang, bang, bang. Amazing. His right knee must have been screwed big time. I mean the the. Uh, either that, it was just this monster, <laughs> Urgh, gnarly piece of muscle. Yeah, a lot of gristle. Anyways, that's enough Canadian, I think, for this show. Yeah, did we mention the show is brought to you by Wix.com? No, it's not. No, not anymore. No. Is it? No, nope. oh, he's officially, officially he's quit. Yes. Yeah, Our yeah. Arik is no longer with, with uh, Wix, so we don't he's have to. put in his notice. Give him no, on you know, Facebook. specials. No, he's yeah. officially on Facebook, gone. He said he was out of there. said time for some unemployment time. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, okay, exactly. yeah, we're not we're not sponsored by Wix. So anymore. if you'd like to sponsor us, please call us anytime. Actually, we're trying to get a beer company to sponsor us because we drink so much damn black beer. It's I hold just the, en- so the envelope in my hand. Right the now. envelope of <laughs> ill repute. Yeah. Uh, hell of a deal. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are we talking about today on the Bunker Show? Well, let's do a roundtable. Yeah, we'll do the roundtable. We'll, we'll, well, let's uh, talk about what we're going to talk about, and then the roundtable, they can... Yeah. We're so organized. So Jesus, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk good. about first, and that we're going to talk about Twitter today. Yay. Yay. We're going to talk a little bit about Clarity in the first segment, because we, um, we interviewed uh, Dan Martell, the CEO of Clarity. Yeah, cool guy. And real cool guy. We'll play a clip from there, and uh, uh, talk a little bit about Clarity, then we'll get into Twitter... And for the roundtable introductions, we can say uh, name, 
Twitter handle and maybe your Twitter pet peeve or, or how Twitter, you're using or Twitter, Twitter. Twitter tip or Twitter tip. Yeah, Twitter tip or Twitter pet peeve. Cool, 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 cool. Excellent. So uh, I'll start. So it's uh, at Bob Garlic, G A R L I C K, like everything. And um, I would say my pet peeve is people that direct message me. I, I hate that. I think it's a function they should just yank. And uh, Twitter is, uh, you know, if you use it, and, and I, I don't say that I use it well at all, but if you're a superstar user, it's all about the interaction. It's the back and forth, back yep. and forth. It's like walkie-talkie communications is my best description I've ever heard of it. So I would say the direct messaging uh, just bugs people. I and, and it's misused agree. the most. So I Andrew, I, I agree. I don't like the, the direct messages. Um, and I would like them if it wasn't full of spam. Uh, right. That's, that's my problem with direct mm. messages. Okay. Yeah, I find that 90% of the direct messages that I get are bot uh, or just automated direct messages that yep. follow my website if you follow a person. Yeah, you, yeah or follow me on Facebook. Lot. Well, I think people just don't know what to use it for. So, and they don't want like they're like just getting don't. I mean, I've yeah, used I, it. Just, I've just used it. No. I've used it where people have contacted me to nope, get more information. Hmm? Keep going, Margaret. You oh. can't hear but well. Just lucky, I guess. Oh, because you turned down the music. <laughs> Turn me back up. Uh, uh, you're, you're you're there. You're there. Yeah. So I've I've used it before when people have contacted me because they want to do business with me, and then we use DM just to get you know, contact information to get off Twitter. But that's only, I would never auto DM. I think they're the, they should just be banned. All right. So we got two strikes against auto DM or DM in itself. Andrew, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is at podcast hero. And I, my Twitter pet peeve is, is it's going to be the same thing. I just, I hate it when I get all this spam in my, in my DM uh, on Twitter because it really does kind of ruin the whole, uh, you know, direct message from someone that you know or someone that wants to talk to you with a legitimate uh, message. So why can they just email you? Yeah, but I mean, they may, they, maybe they only follow. We we connect on Twitter, and that's where we communicate on without replies or whatever. And they want to send me a private message, and I don't get, you know get it because I don't check very often because it's all spam. Yeah, partially my fault, but you know. Well, your choice. I mean, I don't like to communicate via DM. Well, I've just all my DM mail goes into a, a box. And then in a day and a half, it dumps all the stuff in that box. So if you send me a DM, I I, I don't know. You, you don't even appear on my radar. It's like hundreds and hundreds of DMs just do not register in that box. And that's the um, great thing about uh, email automation. Use your email automation. Yes. It's an amazing device. And it just blows me away. Yeah, auto-filtering and, uh, oh, yeah. and big, uh, big, big, big labels and multiple inboxes if you want to go that route. Yep, Absolutely. Do we got Sanj? Do we got his? Yep. Big Sanj. Sanj Sukarkar, Genesis Designs. Twitter handle is at Genesis Designs. My biggest pet peeve is when people are running late for an appointment and they send me a tweet, like they tweet me saying that they're running late. Yeah, it's like, what's the... No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Call me or send me a text message on my phone. Don't don't tweet. Yeah. Even with a text message, if you're going to be late, you've got to <clears> talk to the person and say, hey, I am going to be late and leave a message on their phone. You bet. It's, oh, my God. I have people. That's what's one of the biggest problems with social media. Some people like to talk to me through Facebook. Some people like to tweet to me. Some people like to use text messaging and some people phone me. I mean, and then email. I can't monitor all that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy. So as much as... As much as possible, I try and have uh, email alerts because I'm constantly checking my email. 
a ridiculous amount of time, 60, yeah. 70 times a day. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but you, know, you ever do your email, you check email, and then yeah. you wait for two or three seconds, ah, check it again, and two or three emails come through. It's That's amazing. Right. It's addictive, actually. That's how I actually found out that Matteo was on the way. Well, he emailed you? Valerie tweeted and said, I'm a little late. Now, there's email filtering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she doesn't even use Twitter. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, Margaret, uh, at BC underscore insurance gal. So, yes, biggest pet peeve is, yeah, the stupid direct selling through Twitter. Say, you know, you, you wouldn't walk up to a stranger and start selling to them, so why do you do that the first time you meet someone online? Social media foreplay, people. It's important in life, all sorts of life. You like that floor play stuff because you brought that up on other shows. Well, you know, I did make you. the YouTube rant called social media foreplay, yep. so yes. Yeah, and you got a lot of hits on that, baby. I get, you know, it's keywords. It's all about keywords. Eh? If you put in there, like, sexy blonde or... That's no. not written anywhere <laughs> in the keywords. <laughs> I'm just getting the dirtiest that, look from the two That's what Starbucks is doing. <laughs> what is it? The yeah, the, bl- the blonde roast. Blonde roast. Yeah, I love going in there and asking for a tall blonde. Can you make him rich? <laughs> <laughs> a buff, tall blonde. Big B. At B. Sainsbury on Twitter. At WTT, Women Talking Tech on Twitter. Mm, sweet. So my pet peeve is mm. people who use your Twitter ID uh, to, I don't know, hi, they don't even follow you. They don't do anything except they put their little, pff, spew their stuff out, and then they put your Twitter ID at the end. Oh. And because you've got a large following. Hijack. Yeah, it is. It's hijacked. And I guess because you've got a large following, they assume that That's true. You know, it's like, I, sorry to interrupt, but I, yeah, I had someone, it's like I posted out a tweet about something about insurance, like I do mm. occasionally. Mm. And this person said, you know, said, oh, hey, that's great. You should, you know, you should ask my buddy so-and-so. And he promoted another advisor within my tweet and tweeted it back <laughs> to me. It's like, um, dude, do you do realize you're hijacking my tweet to promote another advisor who I do this, that same thing? He's like, oh, you know, he didn't get it. The other, the advisor he did it for was quite embarrassed. It wasn't him that did it. Eh. Well, you know, that, that it's, that's the wonderful thing about social media. There's lots of people that don't know what the heck they're doing. And there's a lot of people that do. And, and so you get this weird mix. It's like being in a family reunion. I will publicly, publicly if, if people, if somebody, if I follow somebody and then they DM me, but they don't follow me back, so I can't DM them back to tell them I don't like them DMing me, I say it publicly. Yeah, but mm, at replying nasty. somebody doesn't no, actually politely, work to get publicly. in front of your followers, though. What's that? That wouldn't work, right? At replying you. I know. It's silly. I don't know what it Except is. Except it gets your attention. That's it. So well, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, Bonnie's got so many followers. It's not like she sees it. Maybe they're. No, you're maybe right. they're. I, I don't. You know what they're probably doing? They're hoping that you'll retweet it. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That's what they're doing. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bonnie won't even retweet my shit. You know, and I'm saying nice things about her. <laughs> I she do. does. I've seen no, her. No, I, I try whenever I see I you. I get spikes all the time. I retweeted a crazy TV talk and was told to not do that because you guys had posted it too early. So, oh, that was probably okay. Marcel. Yeah. He's a little pedantic at times. Cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't retweet your poetry things because I don't. It's understand It's not me. Them. It's my dad. <laughs> it's a dead person tweeting. 
Okay. It well, see, I don't retweet dead creepy. people. <laughs> the creepy. ultra bot. Yeah. Nah, it's like that's all his poetry, man. It's just like tweeting out. In fact, it's weird because I trend under tweet uh, under poetry, which is really bizarre. I, okay. I have my, my thing skewed. But okay. eh, it's I didn't favorite. understand it, so mm. I it's wasn't going to retweet. Okay. It's good poetry. You should check it. I mean, you go there, find something appropriate, and then tweet it. Don't just tweet what somebody else No, likes. no, no. I don't. Yeah. No. So, but Ken. understand social media. Did we do? Did no. we get you uh, already? K- 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 Ken, what's up? Oh yes, it's Ken McGrath at um, <laughs> uh, Ken A M C G. Put and some energy um, in that man. Put some energy in. Redo that one. Come on, it's you're a voiceover guy. Come on, with the, the come voice on, give us your DJ oh, voice. Yes. You know your voice. Your your oh, voice yes. has to this match your Ken lower McGrath. thirds. Beep, beep, Look beep, at those beep, lower beep, thirds. Beep, this is Ken McGrath. That's awesome. So what? There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, and I I don't use DMs at all. Actually, there was once that I used it, and it, and it was great to have, mm-hmm. was with Bonnie. Bonnie mm-hmm. and I were um, uh, attempting to, to, to meet up, mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, one, or, one or of us was going to be a little late. So we used DMing to, uh, or, or I think it was DM, to, yeah. to say we're going to be late. late. That's great. Yeah. Or even if he tweets that he's going to be late. That's crazy, man. That worked man. really well. Yeah, but that was a long time ago before people started really using DM to spam. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It was actually functional right back then. Us yeah. early adopters. Yes. Have you had any of the bait and switch spam uh, messages on LinkedIn? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go uh, ahead. And Ra- tell. Randall had one of them, and it said the title was "Looking for." I'm looking for a bookkeeper. Was a subject line. So of course he's like, "Oh, okay. I'm going to open that one." Yeah. And inside it was just a spam message. Just guys just trying to sell the services and wanted Randall to buy his thirty-nine dollar report. Nice. What a jerk. Yep. No, well, what are you going to do? I've actually unfollowed people that that the DM DM was too aggressive. Mm. I just said, no, I'm sorry. Aggressive DM. Yeah, well, I I should do that. I should go through all my um, my DMs. I don't don't even see them. Yeah, I don't even look at them either, usually. Every now and then I'll take a look just to see if there's anything in Uh. there, but usually it's just all spam. Occasionally someone actually sent me a message. I know. I I missed a... An event that I was invited to through DM, and it was like two weeks ago, <laughs> sort of thing. So, <laughs> hey, we got uh, Matt from uh, Podcast Winterfell on here. Where, where are you uh, hailing from, anyways, Matt? Uh, I'm in St. Louis, so I'm way south of you guys. Wow. wow, it must be like what? Just raining, not snowing there right now. Yeah, uh, we actually had a little bit of snow over the last couple of days. We had a little cold front from you guys blow through hey, and you know, so it changed hey, the moisture we don't have any to snow. a little bit of snow but nothing uh nothing stuck at nothing all nothing off real quick. yeah like vancouver snow doesn't well, have a chance to doesn't have yeah, a chance vancouver, to get which happens once every couple of years yeah hey so uh tell us a little bit about your podcast oh uh podcast winterfell is dedicated to hbo's game of thrones thank you very much you can awesome. find it at podcastwinterfell.com and as far as what you guys were talking about, as far as Twitter goes, I'm at WinterfellPod, all one word on Twitter. And my big peeve is if you're going to retweet something, if you're going to take the time yourself to put quotes around somebody else's tweet and tweet it, make sure the information in the tweet is accurate. Mm. For Not instance, uh, I get tons of tweets from listeners who retweet somebody and say, spoiler-free article about Game of mm, Thrones. Yeah. Turns out it's not so spoiler-free. <gasps> or uh, not even an article. Oh, I, I happened to see something about that this week as well. Somebody was saying that uh, we're, we're ahead, somebody was ahead 
and and somebody else was behind uh, the, where they were in in the programming and uh, someone said oh it's not a spoiler and it actually was for quite a few people yeah i think you know i i did a um i was on uh was that to you guys the podcast winterfell uh thingy i was on the other day yeah, it yeah. was a podcast Winterfell that Bob was on, and we we split a podcast up into half, uh, uh, just TV viewers who hadn't read book three, and then half uh, book three, uh, or guys that have read book three that are expect you know what they're going to expect out of season three. That was a lot of fun. You did great, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I was I was skating on thin ice there. Thank God for IMDb. That's all I can. <laughs> Desperately, oh my God, who the hell is that? I mean, I, I the thing that freaked me out the the at the beginning was somebody starts like small finger or something like that, little finger. And I heard, little finger? Who the hell's little finger? I've never heard that one up before. And I heard, little finger, and it's oh that guy, that guy's little finger. Now I'll remember yeah. it. But uh, yeah, for me, I am so bad with names. <laughs> it's just like I really, really enjoy the, sequ- the 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 series, but I don't know who the hell you know. It's the short guy. That's really clever, and then there's the dad figure who's like the leader of the family, and then there's a couple of you know it's crazy. So I I actually found your podcast while I was watching that show oh. while I was binging on it. <laughs> oh no! Because I didn't know what the f was going on, <laughs> and I needed somebody to explain it to me. So I actually found your podcast. <laughs> cool. I googled oh, it. Awesome. It's I still awesome didn't understand podcast. what was going on. It's pretty odd. Awesome. You got to go back to the first show. Yeah, no. The only one I like is the the, sixty hours. The mother of dragons. She's the only one I like. The rest of them, because she's blonde. No, because she's fantasy. Oh, there you go. No, no, she's got those little dragon things. And wasn't uh, she naked? I thought she was naked in the episode. I don't know. I've there, never seen there's the show. a lot. Usually, usually it always is. There's a lot of sex in that. And show. the man that's speaking right now is oh hey. James Card. Hey. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing our intro still. What? Yeah. Yeah. We just started a little. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, James Carg at Twisted underscore M A J I C. Magic. And that's me on Twitter. And what's your Twitter pet peeve or your Twitter tip? My Twitter tip. Just the tip. Um, Just do the tip, dude. Yeah. uh, Twitter tip. Twitter tip. Uh, Engage with people that you would like to engage with. Ah, <clears throat> just don't just to grab anybody. But but don't spam them. But uh, if you see them posting your content, retweet them, uh, send them a message commenting on their stuff. And uh, I haven't been doing that lately, and I've actually noticed that my engagement has been going down. And I was like, well, what's the difference? I'm like, oh, I'm becoming more of an aggregator rather than part of the conversation. Yeah, so. Exactly, that's my problem. I, I aggregate. <coughs> I don't conversate. Yeah. So that's that's my uh, Twitter tip. Also, um, now with the search functions, your stuff isn't just going to disappear in a day. So. Yeah, you can download your entire history so now. So be yeah. careful about so cool. uh, what you tweet certain times. <laughs> well, I like get anything on the internet. I mean, yeah. if you say, oh, I can't believe that got on, on, on the internet. Or do you think, oh, <clears throat> there was a classic case. We're doing these uh, hangouts. And when you start the hangout, it's broadcasting over the internet. And just because you were, then I hit the, the you know, uh, broadcast button and it'll start recording to YouTube. But prior and post to me hitting the start and the end of the broadcast, <laughs> yeah. it's still broadcasting because yeah, we, there it's was, a live broadcast. Yeah, right? there's been a couple times when, um, when I stopped the podcast 
And then, uh, oh, God, the, yeah. the, and then Bob said, you know, 10 minutes later, did you stop the, the hangout? And I'm like, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> so it was it's recording still going. the conversation yeah, for 10 yeah. minutes after. Yeah, mm. you, you always get, you always get, and those are pretty good That's always the best stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, Bob and I did an interview last week. With, really? Uh, yeah. It, was, it, was, it went up on the, on the uh, feed uh, yesterday, and it was with the CEO of Clarity, Clarity.fm, which is a real cool platform. I think it's, I think it's going to take off. Uh, what do you think, Bob? Uh, you know, interesting guy, amazing concept. Uh, it's I don't have a lot of details on it. I'm still playing with it. Haven't had a little hits. Basically, though, the concept is if you join Clarity, you can uh, basically set up on your website a little widget, and on the widget, it enables you to uh, solicit uh, people calling you. And saying, hey, I'd like to talk to you and, and get some advice. And it's not free advice. And this is an epidemic that happens here in Vancouver. I get emails every day. I get phone calls every day. Hey, Bob, tell me how to do this. Bob, what's the best micro, m- microphone to do this? Hey, if I'm doing some graphic design, what do you recommend? I say, they expect it to be free. So now all I say is, oh, oh, fine. Just go to Clarity. Here's my Clarity link. Book a time with me. And I charge $2.50 a minute. And you can talk to me then. And you will be billed. For every minute that I talk to And the to cool you. thing is Bob doesn't have to send them an invoice. It's all done through Clarity. Yeah. They do take 15%. But, but still. Uh, but, and the cool thing is... But otherwise, on, it would be free totally, so... Yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that, uh, you can actually do free consultations through Clarity as well. Yeah. Or you can charge them in and put the money towards charity with a charity of your choice, so that's cool. But uh, why would you put a free call through Clarity? Because... If you if Bob meets somebody for coffee and mm. teaches them how to what you know how to podcast or, or or gives them a whole bunch of great business marketing ideas, he doesn't get anything from that. Uh, but if he does it for free on Clarity, he'll get a rating. He'll get uh, he'll get uh, higher ranked in the Clarity database. And then when other people are searching Clarity, they will they'll find them. So yeah, it qualifies you a bit. Yeah. So I'll just play a clip from the uh, the show we did. Uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Week. Yeah. And I'll just play a short clip, and then we'll get back. Meow, 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 meow. Names, first name, email. Well, it'd be good use for circles. Google circles would work uh, well for that. Uh, well, let's, uh, I think we should move on to his, his latest uh, business, which is Clarity. And I think it's pretty cool. So, in, you know, you're the guy that's involved with this thing for Clarity. How, describe to somebody who has no, no idea, nothing. It's like, what? Yeah, Clarity? Clear. What's this? Yeah, so Clarity is a platform for getting business advice. Uh, it helps you find, schedule, and pay for expert business advice to grow your business. It's, it's kind of like eBay for advice. We don't, none of the people work for us. They sign up. It's a platform. They have to apply to become an expert. We provide a search, pl- uh, search tool, and then if they find somebody that they feel can help them out, they can request the call, schedule it, uh, enter in their credit information, and then they pay um, by the call. So it's uh, broken down by the minute. And you know, average call is about thirty minutes and costs about fifty dollars. And we have over ten thousand experts. We're adding almost a thousand a month. Um, our community is about forty thousand members, and we're growing that a lot. We've been live for ten months. We've done thirteen thousand calls across fifty different countries. So it's really struck a nerve, and it's it's you know, it's been neat to see this. You know, people know they should get advice from people who've been successful in the past. There just was no easy way to do that. And I kind of look at it as like before they leverage their social capital. So maybe they have a relationship with one or two people they knew could make introductions to help them. But now they can actually spend monetary capital to fast track that conversation and get that advice, you know, near real time. Hmm. What's the most popular subject matter? 
I know you get like, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's a teaser. You don't get to get the everything else. Unmute. So uh, basically, what what was what? Uh huh. What? Yeah. What? I'm I'm kind of clear on this now. All right, cool. you clarity. <laughs> you got clarity. He called me while we were having that little split. Um, what I like about it is um, I put it on all my websites, and now it's got like a little widget. You click on there, you can book the time, and when I talk to people through Clarity, now I haven't done this yet, so in the future. When so I it's called Clarity FM? Yeah. Clarity.fm. Clarity.fm, yeah. Uh, b- because there's probably Clarity.com zoned by some asshole uh, <laughs> who's like just sitting on it. So, yeah, you can have it for $10,000, man, because I'm just being a jerk. Anyways, um, it's a great way to monetize your advice. In the, fa- in the past, you kind of like feel guilty. It's like, oh, well, you're asking advice, so I'm just going to give it to you. And after a while, you have to stop giving or you're not going to have enough money to pay their fucking rent. So it's a real problem right now with people asking for free advice. So it's just a nice option to say, oh, yeah, great. You want that? Here's a link. Check out the link and set up an appointment. I'd love to chat with you. And what I'll do is I'll send you a link for some free advice after you pay me for some, you know, you call me and you, you get some advice. You pay me two dollars fifty cents an hour, uh, a minute, for you know ten minutes of your time, ten minutes of my time, or fifteen minutes of my time. I get paid for that's great. The next time, I'll give you a free link and we can talk for twenty minutes. No big deal. But you got to pay me some money because you know I've been spending my whole life gaining all this knowledge. It may seem easy for me to just open my mouth and tell you all this stuff, but it's forty years of figuring it out. That's why yeah. you're calling me. I mean, it's it's you don't know what the answer is. And if you have, like we talked about in on the on the interview, if you someone comes to you and they're broke and they're just starting out, and you want to you know kind of maybe mentor them a little bit and help them out, sure. still put it through cl- uh, clarity because you get the um, well, you get fans. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then people can see that you know it just v- validates your expertise. Uh, when you get ratings and, and reviews and and, uh, and records of calls. Well, I've been also using it to blow off people that I, I know are just sponges. And it's like, oh, Bob, I haven't talked to you for a couple of months. I just have this little question. This is an email. <laughs> and I say, oh, yeah, I'd love to. Boom, here's my clarity link. Boom, Bob, they disappear I really out like of my life. Pardon? Of, I, I really like that idea of your approach to it, whereas, yeah, pay me for some advice, and then you get a free follow-up. Yep. That sounds sensible. Exactly. If you respect me enough to pay me a little bit, like 30, 40 bucks, then if you don't, if, if you, I'm just so sick of sponges because that's, that's no, all I that's agree. out there. I agree. And Can I talk to Andrew's eyebrows like that? Absolutely, sure. man. Sweet. How much does that cost? $2.50 a minute. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So Andrew's so eyebrows are have, very knowledgeable. They only, they, just call 1-900. Yeah, so that's, like, that's my question. It's so can I start though. a it's sex braille. broadcast where people could call me up asking for sex advice and then it wouldn't be a sex line? No, you have to be an expert. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Gabingo. It's the last time I let you sleep at my house, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he didn't say you have to have an expert, but he said you have to have at least oh, have some true. experience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but that's, that's what it says on the website. Expert conversation. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know what's interesting about it? There are some very, very interesting people on there. Like I checked out the database. There's this guy down in L.A. He's a um, <laughs> specialist. He's charging 175 bucks a minute for, what? for his Whoa. advice. He's a venture capital guy. Now, if I wanted to get and, and talk to a venture capital guy... There's no way I get to talk with that guy, so I yeah. don't mind paying 175 bucks. I'd get to for a minute, 
and chat with them. Hey, yeah. how you doing? This is my question. Like, if I'm pitching somebody like you on your level, what do you want to see in my pitch? And the guy's, well, I want to see this, this, and this. Okay, and that for 175 that bucks, that's a terrible thing. But you know what? A lot of people. Get it, yeah, but who's going to pay that? Lots of people do. People want 175 bucks to talk to one venture capitalist. Yes, if he's got hey, the right. Unless it was Mark Cuban or one of those guys from Dragon's Den or something like that. I think that was money. <laughs> no, not no, no. These are these are no. real ventures. I don't know. You can go on Angel List. You could throw up your own pitch and stuff hey, like that, James, and people you, can just go in there. You just don't get it, do you? I do get it. No, you don't because your comments. 175 dollars though. This guy is charging minute. 275. That's yeah, no, nuts. and and a lot of them are. No, they're. A lot Sands, of them. would you charge one hundred seventy-five dollars? For me, would you charge one hundred seventy-five dollars no, for your website? No, nobody divide? would pay one hundred seventy-five. Exactly, because we're in Vancouver. This guy's in yeah. L.A. and his time is worth that much money. Mm. And, so, and you know, a lot you know, of these, a lot of these, like uh, top, uh, you know, advisors on Clarity, they're not. Taking the money, they're they're don- It's going to a charity. Oh, Quite a few. Or oh, well, I'm cool. Yeah, rate yeah. on Clarity. Yeah. Huh. Can you set your own rate on Clarity? Yes, yep. you get to set your own rate. In fact, what's interesting, you, you set oh, your okay. hourly rate, and then you say, do you want it in minutes or you want it by the hour? So I say, well, I charge 150 bucks an hour to talk with anybody, and boom, that's $2.50 a minute. So now I know what my minute rate is. Before that, I didn't know that. So just by figuring that out, which is kind of strange because I could have figured it out with a calculator, I've never thought of it in that way. So every time somebody picks up the phone now and I talk to them for 10 minutes, I spent... $2.50 times 10, which is 25 bucks. I've just given you $25 worth of my time. Yep. And if you call me again and again, then you're just wasting my time and wasting, I'm giving it away. Yeah. And on so top I'm not of giving that, it away anymore. I'm yeah. sick of it. On top of that, they don't ask you outright. We have a little chatty poo for 15 oh, minutes. They waste I, 15 minutes of your time. And they're idiots. And then all of a sudden, it occurs to you, oh, that's what they're there for. Hey, Bonnie, what about the people that said they wanted to take you out for lunch so you could teach them everything you know about social media? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that one. Where they say, oh, look, at, I'll buy you coffee. Oh, no, I love $150 coffee. Yes. And they go, oh, what? yeah, well, that's how much I fucking charge an hour and you're going to spend an hour of my time plus my travel time and you buy me yeah. a coffee? Fuck you. I don't have time for people like you. Whoa. Whoa is right. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I mean, really, I mean, really, if you, in your career, if I had charged every yes. time $2.50 a minute, I'd be up by two to $300,000 by now. Yep. So why should I give $250,000 with my time over 20 years to a bunch of losers? Yeah, well, I mean, I get a lot of people asking me about podcasting, how to podcast and things like that. And uh, some people, I'm, I'm happy to, to talk to them about it yes. without yeah. charging. But um, other people... If it's one time. Yes. 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 Exactly. It's not again and again and again. Yeah, if it's uh, an ongoing, like, ongoing you know, thing. know, dispensing information. Somebody says, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah? How do you do that? And you just talk for five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and they're fine. But uh, when they, you know, call back again, hey, could, could you give me more detail about... Well, no, yeah. I can't, actually. Oh, what my, my favorite one is they say, look at... You want to know about mics? Buy a dynamic mic. And then they call you back a week later. Hey, I bought this condenser mic. And I said, well, <laughs> you don't fucking listen to me, so don't call me again. Click. I mean, yeah, but if it's, you don't respect what I'm telling you, I don't want to talk to you again because you're, you're just wasting my time. If, if, if I ask, hey, yeah, Andrew, tell me how to do something with, your, with my phone and you tell me for free and then I don't do it and I screw up my phone and come back and complain to you. Hey, you know, I did this. Well, I didn't tell you to do that. I know, but you're the advisor, so it's your problem now. Fix it. <laughs> yeah. 
the, the thing is, websites with is a classic example of that. Anything you know? technical yeah. is is a is a classic example of that. And I think the other thing is they expect free advice, and if you're a nice person, which I am sometimes, and give them free advice, then they don't value your time. No, yeah. they just so want they more. won't pay you for your workshops for for anything because you gave them free advice and that's what they see you as free. Yep. They just yeah. devalued yourself to nothing. No value. That's so hit. I think this is an amazing idea. Yeah. I think it's plus, not going to plus fly. I, d- I don't take, I don't take ownership of free advice. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It has no value. I gave it to you free. If it works great, if it doesn't work well, it's kind of too bad. Yeah. That's your problem. Yeah. Now you can hire me for 150 bucks and I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, you know what? I've said that. I've used, I've, some, when someone asks me a question mm. that they really, they, they don't understand the enormity of the question, first off. Mm. So you give them a little bit of, give them a little bit of a teaser and say, well, you know, I've got a workshop on this next week or, yeah, you, you know, by. let's talk about some group coaching. And then they suddenly, they just are too busy. Yep, exactly. Yep. Or, or if you tell them to, uh, okay, well, here's, here's a bunch of links. Go re- listen to all these podcasts. Read all these blogs. Do all this. Well, that's going to take a long time. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> you poor yeah. yeah. You, you've do already you done all that, so you can tell me, well, yeah, I can. But that's but what I get. That's what you pay me for. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So I think that's why this is a great uh, a great. No, service. I love this idea. Mm-hmm. Matt, yeah. what do you think? I, I think that a lot of people want to just like the rest of the society everybody wants a shortcut yeah and um i don't see any i as far as this website goes i think that that's a great idea um because you can still give people a shortcut you can give them a clear quick concise answer that won't cost them a lot of money Mm. and and they'll be able to act on that if that's what they're looking for but in the meantime you're not weighed down by the responsibility of the fact that if they're answer does require more of time that you're giving your own personal time away when you could be charging someone else I think that that's fantastic I've gone through several things especially in the last month it's funny that you guys are having this where I've had to talk to support guys uh, at the hosting site for podcast Winterfell and I've actually changed hosts as a result of that experience because Mm -hmm. I felt like these guys were getting paid a good deal of money to to help me and at the same time they weren't going through anything that I hadn't already gone through myself or that I wasn't ask, already asking questions about and I kept getting the same runaround. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that at all so I simply went through a very long arduous process of fixing the problem myself and if somebody comes to me and says you know how do I fix this problem with TalkShoe uh, I'm gonna say well you're gonna have to go through that process yourself to figure it out because mm-hmm. I don't want to spend the same amount of time going through the same situation again. Is that the Maxwell and Smart they wanna, thing? They want to know they they want to know three hour ten hours of your work, and they want to know it in five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what's Not inter- fair? Talk yeah. talk show isn't Maxwell Smart no, thing. It's like Blog like, Talk Radio. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting? I thought it was you know, a shoe phone. For the the other day, I had a problem with my Mac, and uh, I've got extended warranty, so I called up Mac help office, and I'm chatting with this guy. He sounded like an older guy, and it was like, okay, so he said, okay, so tell me your serial. And I said, well, hang on, before we get into that, let me just tell you what I've done so far, and then maybe you can help me because you probably don't need my serial number. And he goes, oh, okay. 
and I just, I did this, I did a restart, I did this, I plugged under, da, 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 I did a, a safe start three times, da, da, and he said, holy crap, you really know your stuff. And then in five minutes, we were able to determine what was wrong because I was able to give him the information. And he, at the end of the conversation, he said, look, I just want to tell you that you have made my day. It is so rare that I actually get to talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about and doesn't waste my time. I get people that don't even know what a mouse is talking to me and they're, they solve my problem. So for, for people that are out there, the unsung heroes of the IT industry are the help guys, the guys that you call because for the 99 calls that they answer, one time out of 99, they get somebody that actually knows what the hell they're doing. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Or actually. know what to ask for. Well, exactly. Yes. They must know what, yeah, if you know what you to it's ask broke. for, you must know what you're asking for. It's broke. What do I do? Yeah, because I figure, yeah. you know, it's like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do everything I can. If I really can't fix it, then I'm going to call them. And yeah, you just start out by saying, here are the things I've done. Here's where I'm at. Yep. What else can I do? Yeah, and if you can't help me, I want to talk to another tech guy right away. Remember, I was I was helping somebody save a document in Word or something like that. And uh, he he's, didn't know anything about computers, and it was taking forever to get him to... I said, just go up to the little square, you know, the disk icon. And he's like, disk icon? And he goes, you mean that, you mean that little TV? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding wow. me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Common sense isn't so common. So it's yeah frustrating exactly. when people that have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, it's also frustrating that in <clears throat> ways computers are extremely, as we called it in the IT industry, <coughs> loser-friendly, but they've almost <laughs> made them that point to the point, yeah, that people can function somewhat while still being absolute fucking idiots. Yep. And, you know, not really, you know, they managed to screw up a lot of things, but sadly they're easy enough that almost any gomer can use them. So I'm going to charge yeah. $1,000 an hour on Clarify. Clarity. FM. Clarity. Clarity. Yeah, cool. Good luck for you. Because that's $5. What do you, to do what? What's your yeah, area what, what type of advice gaming? are you going to give? Sex I'm going to give them yeah, gaming. sex and gaming. Gaming. Gaming, gaming sex. Gaming sex. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, there. Gamifying you know, sex. Okay. You know, if he gives sex advice to gamers, he might actually get someone to pay. <laughs> Huge market. <laughs> Huge market. Well, actually, no. I'm probably going to just charge $1,000 because I do have a lot of information. Yep. And it's just whatever is. I tried to gaming do one of those sex. teaching um, schools before where you yeah, could charge yeah, 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 how yeah. much you were going to do and classes. And work. nobody was doing it because they was using credits and there was no uh, way to just pay regular money. So people were always mm. like, well, how, how does this work? And then, yeah, well, at least this is simpler. It's like, you, you and nobody knew about it. So hopefully clarify. Yep. So FM. we got a couple of messages FM. I want to get to. And what? Uh, then we're going to get into some some uh, oh, we got some a Bonnie message. talk. We got some Bonnie stuff going oh, on. Oh, that's right. Bonnie, Bonnie talk? This is yeah. going to be the Bonnie show. We're 30 minutes in. We haven't even got to bore Bonnie. Oh. oh. Did you say the it was Bonnie boring? Show? No. Bonnie no. did her, her roundtable. No, no. Yeah, did we talk about <laughs> Stomping Tom yeah, we're gonna talk. We were going to talk about, yeah, we did. Yeah, we played Anything more than that is 250. We opened the show with the song. Yeah. You know what's even sadder when Annie Green Gables dies? She's died a long time she ago, never dude. Existed. Sorry. Exactly, Ken. <laughs> All right, I so um, okay, let, can we hear our message? We're gonna hear uh, the first message is from the rock god who can't make it today oh, because yeah, he's hilarious. got a date. Here, let's have. Ooh. Hi, uh, this is uh, Paul the Rock God <laughs> at Paul the Rock God on Twitter. Is he in the bathroom stall? He's in Mazatlan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's in Mazatland? Hi, uh, this is uh, Paul go. the Rock God, at Paul the Rock God on Twitter. 
I'm calling from Mazatlan, Mexico. Yes, I am in Mexico. And Why I is he calling us? Give a big uh, say hi to everybody, uh, Andrew and Bob, and all the mavens. Uh, I'm sorry I won't be able to uh, make the show today. I think I've got an appointment at the uh, at Joe's Oyster Bar in Mazatlan uh, to Cervezas. Uh, oh Having a great time down here. Uh, all is well and. I miss you guys, but not that much, so I'm not going to be on the show tonight. Uh, so I hope you have a great show, and I will see you in about a month. Take care, everyone. Adios. I can't believe that guy's down in Mexico for a month. I know. Yeah. Partying. Mazzle. I am so jealous. It's kind of cool because he goes there all the, uh, like every year, so he knows everybody, all the locals down there. And he's, oh, yeah. yeah. Knowing knowing him, he must know all the karaoke places, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, the rock god's back. The rock god's back. He's probably a superstar that has a cape. Comes in, yeah. <laughs> the rock god's here. Ah, is, is he like crazy. Frank the Tank? He is kind of actually. Uh, I didn't want to mention anything, but he he has a lot of fun. So, <laughs> oh, what's yeah. the other? What's the other? Because I've seen him at karaoke. So the other question. He just gets into it. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. And then he has a couple more, and then he gets into it even more. <laughs> like us. I, I have an old uh, band guy, uh, an old band director, who his band literally takes the month of February off, and he spends it on Isla Mujeres because Ooh. it's so. Oh yeah, I've Gee. been there. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he uh, he he doesn't book the band during the whole month of February, and then he comes back in uh, March, and he's all refreshed, and we've all suffered through the winter, and he's just like, "Let's go, let's, let's play," <laughs> and we're like, "Man, mm-hmm. we've been struggling to work." And <laughs> is it a Game of Thrones cover band? Yeah, oh, don't you wish? That yeah. would be sweet. Yeah, awesome. it's, it's a blues band. Right. Oh, it's a blues band, but Ooh, you should totally better, dress up as the Game of Thrones better. characters. So let's. Um, That'd be sweet. Let's play the next question. It's from uh, it's from our regular. I'm not being Norm Maven. Hey everyone, just wondering with Bonnie and her hundred thousand followers on Twitter. Bonnie, what are you doing? Do I need to become one of your followers? Cool. <laughs> Anyways, have a great evening. Bye. Of course you do. Uh, he's quite he? <laughs> he should have already, right? Yes, that's right. What's he thinking? What's he been waiting, waiting for? for? Oh. He's waiting for an invite. He wants Norm, you to tweet him. Waiting, no, he's waiting for a direct message. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't gonna happen, Norm. Uh, <laughs> man, oh man. Well, after listening to this show, he'll know what to do. At B Sainsbury, Norm. At B Sainsbury, go ahead and follow. You've got permission to follow. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk a little bit about Twitter and your your strategy and what. Um, what you do and how without you built up such away. a long... <laughs> yeah, without giving it all away. Yeah, without giving it all away. Give it all away. After the show, we're going to give uh, her clarity page yeah. so everyone can call. Yeah. When they get stuck. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I'll, I'll tell you a lot because I tell my clients to, to give away as much information as you can because in the end, 95% of the people are going to hire you anyway because either they don't understand it or they want someone, they want the one-to-one or the one-to-many conversation. So truly, um, you can you can give as much information as you can away. Not one-on-one and not custom, but if you talk about, um, for instance, my, my formula for getting, um, for getting followers is very simple. What's the formula, Bonnie? Tell me now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So when you start out, you probably only have a couple of hundred followers. And until you get to almost a thousand, my advice is to build manually. And there are 
lots of utilities, and I used one past about 5,000. That's I used a, a utility to, to build up the my Twitter follower based, in, based on keywords. But until then, I found a thought leader in my niche, or it was a thought leader that my community... So I have to understand who I am. I have to understand who my community is and who they respect. And once you do that, then you find a thought leader and you start following people they follow. And you can also harvest from their lists because thank you very much. They just filtered them for you. <laughs> well, that makes sense. So yeah. that's the first half of it. You, you have to follow at a pace that's um, in relation to how many followers you have. So if you have 100 followers, then maybe you should only be following five or six at a time. When you get up to 20,000, 30,000, then you can follow several hundred at a time. So the other thing is the following follower, following ratio should be about the same. I know that's controversial. You know what? I don't give a damn. It's like at a 1.1 1 .1 or 1.2 yeah. yeah. So first of all, um, yeah, that's what Twitter wants. So why not stay within their guidelines? And about 2,000, it's got to be pretty even. Otherwise, you can't get past the, the 2,000. Mm -hmm. So you're following a thought leader. And just think of them as the theme of the week. <laughs> so you talk about things that that community in particular wants to hear. Mm -hmm. so, so if I am harvesting from Bob Garlic then I would take a look at what Bob is saying and I would retweet him maybe once a day for the whole week. Mm. Because that's the same as introducing, uh, as Andrew coming and introducing someone to me and Bob using Bob as the intermediary. Mm. So Bob said... Yeah, check this out. This is cool. Link. Right, because why would they follow you back if, if you don't have the same interests that they do? Now it also has to be you has you have to be real, so you can't be one week you're a you know hockey hockey fan, mm. and the next week it's social media, and the week after that it's wine. When you're building up, you have to be consistent. But that that's the, that is one of the secrets, and it truly it works. Uh, you know, it's interesting, Brian, because. Really what you're saying is you got to know yourself before you get into Twitter. What am I going to be on Twitter? And there's so many people that say, oh, i got a Twitter account. Yeah, but what are you? What are you passionate about? What do you tweet about? And say, well, I anything. No. Well, then they're not into Twitter. <laughs> That's or, right. Or it's just like, well, I think I'm a funny person. I tweet funny stuff. Oh, good, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. So the, the thing that... <laughs> Well, that, that could work if it's just, you know, if you're just using it for per, no. friends and family okay. and stuff like this that. Okay, this is business. This is yeah. business yeah, this that is I'm talking yeah, we're, about. We're talking Twitter for business. Okay, here. why are you asking dumb questions? Mm. You are a business person. I am coming to you because of your expertise and because you're going to solve a problem. And you're friggin' asking me, why is the sky blue? Uh, yeah, like I'm gonna trust you. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I think it's because of the C 
reflecting off of the atmosphere. Really? <laughs> oh, to do with the color You know what? I pay a thousand dollars a minute. See, there you go. Yeah. Not, it's, it's I think that's why the sky is blue. No, no, it's all the RGB monitors. Ah, oh, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 No, that's it's it. the freaking. <laughs> okay, we got it. Let's let's call Chris Hatfield up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can. We can tweet yeah. him. Yeah, we could add him to the hangout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, what's, so what else so you got for us? So my question is, what about like aggressively following and then unfollowing those who don't? I follow hate those back? dicks. That's uh, what you read about on some blogs. That's um, okay. I do that actually. Okay. I do. Yeah. Well, because don't follow you. just a minute. Because, of, so your choice is when you are harvesting uh, followers. I like that word. Mm. Your choice is either to read all of their profiles and read two mm. days worth of tweets for every single one of them mm. and then make a decision about whether you're going to follow them. I'm sorry. I've got other things to do. Okay. So I go down, despite the fact that there's already some filters, I go down and I, let's just say 10, and I just follow them based on their bio. Hint here, people. Fill your bio out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell but me where you yeah. are. I'm a good dad. <sighs> I don't care. Yeah. Use Unless keywords. I'm a daddy blogger. But you know, and and the some of the interesting esoteric stuff go, uh no, I don't know what the hell they yeah. do and move on. And also to at least where are you? You know, it's like Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I do that. So I will follow a number of people um aggressively but not too aggressively mm. so the 1.2 and then once a week i go through and i jettison you if you haven't followed me back in three to four days which means most of the people in vancouver because apparently they're yeah. checking my credit score or you know coming to visit me or whatever <laughs> it is to get me to follow me back yeah. people other places can make the decision in three days mm. um and I use something like Manage Flitter or... Social Bro. Uh, sorry? Social Bro. Social Bro is another one. Yep. Uh, Twitter Cleaner. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if you're not engaging, then I get rid of you. Yeah, well, I mean, the same thing with... Uh, I'll go through, and anybody that doesn't have a profile picture... Oh, yeah, well, you don't even get on. Boom. (laughs) If it's a foreign language, boom, you're gone. Because I I, I don't speak Spanish, I don't teach... Or if if you haven't tweeted in over a month. Yeah, well, no, Uh, if you haven't tweeted in a week, that's a boom. Actually, you know what? I used to get rid of those people Mm. until I read somewhere Mm. that there's a lot of lurkers out there. So Mm. they read the stuff, but But they they don't don't post. Yeah. So... Um, but I found manage Flitter and well, Twitter if, if cleaner. If they're reading stuff and not posting, then it shouldn't matter to them if, if you're following them or not. If I'm following them, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but you yeah, wouldn't. You wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, except if I want to DM them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. But they're not going to respond. They'll freak out, right? Yeah. They're, they're, that's, yeah. I mean, there, right. there's there's different types of people in social media, right? There's there's lurkers. There's there's people that are a little involved and then there's creators that are putting tons and tons of stuff out and then there's connectors that are people putting other people together so really you want to get rid of the lurkers because they have zero value so i leeching off you i don't consider anybody with uh less than a thousand followers followees Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. serious 
Um, so, so if you have 300, and I know it was uh, Gladstone or Gladwell or whatever the hell it was that mm. uh, ripped off some other Dunbar, mm-hmm. who said you can't have more than 300 people. 150, uh, actually. 150 is, is, is Oh, is that what it is? Well, okay, but it's true. Okay, but that's face-to-face. This is Twitter. And Twitter has a small window of time. So if you have 325 or 150 is even worse, those 150 have to be on uh, online, All the time. 7 by 24, watching mm. for what I have to say. Mm-hmm. But if I have 25, 50, 75,000 people, then they're on for two or three minutes and you have a better chance of someone looking at it. And if you have mm. an engaged audience then that makes sense. If you're a spammer, well, Well, the, the, um, the Dunbar number, it's, the people don't, uh, the, uh, it's not for followers, it's for people that you follow, right? So I know um, one person that did that, uh, the podcast answer man, Cliff, Cliff okay. Ravenscraft, he used to have, have uh, fairly equal numbers, 8,000 and yep. 7,000 or something like that. Mm. And he unfollowed everybody uh, except for the core people that he wants to actually see uh, and and it and it's less than a hundred. He wanted he really? he wanted to get below the Dunbar number. He unfollowed wow. everybody, wow. and um, and he but apologized to people. He said, "If you you know if, if you feel bad, uh, this is why I'm doing this, and uh, I'll still reach out to you on other networks. But on Twitter, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm only gonna follow people that are are uh, you know key people in his life, basically." So why would why would you not use lists? I use lists. For everything, I'm I max out my lists all the time. Not in terms of people, because sometimes some of those lists really do have only a hundred people on them. Others I've maxed right out, because it depends on uh, what I'm working on, the kind of mood I'm in. Mm. Um, to be able to segment those people so that I can have a conversation because they're not all social media people. Sometimes it's Vancouver people and I want, I want to talk about, or I want to listen to things that are local. And Mm -hmm. if I had, there's no way that you could, even with a thousand or 5,000, there's no way that you can segment those, those kinds of conversations. Yeah, so, because it would just be a fire hose. Okay, so my question is, Bonnie, how long does it take to build a list? I mean, it, it, because, you know, you've got like five, ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 people. How do you create a list? Uh, friends of friends. Yeah. All right, so you're using friends to filter the... Yeah. Mm. And does that mean you miss people? Of course it does. Mm. But if they're, if they're putting great content, eventually you're going to run you into them, and then em. you're going to add them to the list eventually, right? You know, the other place I find them is tweet chats. That... So if you so what's a cheat tweet chat? Tweet chat is an agreed time when some number of people agree to use the same hashtag. Oh, really? Okay. So um, if you're looking for something interesting, leadership hashtag leadership chat, and I don't know what day it is, but mm. um, you can look look that up. Um, blog chat is another one mm. that is very and there's a social CM chat. Oh, CM chat. Okay, I don't know what that Country is. Country music chat. Oh, okay. Okay. Jessica Northy runs it. Okay, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be mine, but uh, Jessica Northy is pretty okay. pretty awesome. But they if you're looking for leaders in a niche, that's a very good way. And there's so you There's w- a BC wine chat. 
Okay. Yeah. So if that's an area of interest, you're there for an hour and you can get a pretty good sense of who that person is, what kind of content they have. And that's a good place to follow people. And it's a good place to find um, thought leaders. Yeah. Well, and and to create lists. Absolutely. Nice. Cool. And um, how do you know, you know, what you're what you're doing? It like you've got over a hundred thousand, or approximately yeah, hundred thousand. I got rid of a bunch. So, yeah. Now that, why, why did you do that, Sadie? Why? Why? You know, you were up to almost a hundred thousand or a little. No, I, I went over a hundred thousand, and now you've just cut back. So you, you're down like what to like 80, 90? No, something? no, ninety some odd, and then it's back up again. So it was because, as I was building, I had. I, I learned as I was going along, and mm-hmm. I had different values when I was growing the uh, the utilities to be able to analyze your followers mm-hmm. became better. So all of that happened in that year, where I or just under a year, where while I grew it. Yeah. Most so so like manage Flitter, so you can you can. You can analyze your Twitter followers on mass. Yes. uh, And uh, Twitter Cleaner is a great one, too. Mm. And that got more and more powerful. So now I can look at people who tweet uh, the same link over and over again. I didn't have that available to me before. Nice. So I got rid of all those people. And that was like 1,500 people, believe it or not. Mm. Wow. And And I was looking at the spam filter. I was thought I was careful as I was building. And they still slip through the crack. Mm, yeah. So that's why my, the, the, yeah, that's why. So obviously, like, it's not just all about building the highest number. No. Uh, you want to, like, how do you measure uh, whether your social media marketing is working? Like, what, what tools do you use for so that? So I use um, Crowd, Crowd Booster. It's uh, $10, $10 a month. Uh, they're the ones that they were free in beta. They got to the end of the beta, and then there was no freemium model. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But uh, nobody else does what they do, so I paid the nine dollars, gnashing my teeth. But they, so I watch uh, what each of my tweets has done in terms of the 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 reach, and I look at uh, how much. Uh, what my retweet rate is, what my click-through rate is, what my mention and my favorite reach. So for a whole week, and I actually put that into an Excel uh, spreadsheet and I graph it so that I can tell and my retweet uh, percentage hasn't changed much. It's 1.5 to 1. Hmm. So um, almost everything I do gets retweeted. And believe it or not, a lot of it gets favorited, too. Hmm. So, um, and, and click-throughs, who knows? Sometimes they're big numbers, and I don't know where they come from. Mm. Other things that I think are quite valuable, uh, I get 5, flat. 10, 15. Yeah, I, I find the same thing. And, and what's weird in mine is, um, on my buffer stats, uh, when I get like over two thousand, or I've got like several now since the last time I told you yeah. told you about this, um, that are fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred, twenty seven hundred, um, all in between. And this is on App.net where I only have uh, forty one followers. Yeah. Uh, and it's because on App.net 
there, nobody has a lot of followers, so they followed the global feed. Remember when Twitter used to show the global feed? Uh, so it, it's you can reach a lot of people on app.net. So that's just another little... Yeah. And I use an, uh, my Bitly API mm. on it, so it doesn't show other people's click-throughs. Because mm. otherwise, it's everybody's click-through. It's not... If you use your your Bitly, then it goes through... It measures through that through that URL. Okay, so for people that don't understand, Bitly is not just a way to shorten your URLs to, so you can put it on, on, on Twitter. Um, you can actually monitor yep. how many people click through. It's a very, very amazing, powerful device, and, and it blows my mind that people don't understand how amazing Bitly is. You can is. customize it, too. Oh, I, it's, it's I used Do you have to a custom Bitly? I've got several. I do, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, the, the bunker project, everybody. I mean, for all, all the stuff that I'm doing, I have custom Bitly's because I know it's going to be valuable. Now, now, I heard that that Bitly um, basically dumps inactive custom um, uh, addresses, but okay. I've, I've never had that problem. I haven't either. Mm. I never noticed. Uh, yeah, I never noticed. So, so I wanted to backpedal a little bit. Um, you know, you're talking about these filters and dumping clients. A lot of people are listening don't have that many people on Twitter. When should they start dumping people? From and the very beginning, because you need, even if you have 300 people, if they're people that aren't engaging with you, why, it, it doesn't make any difference whether it's 300, 3,000, 30,000. They're not engaging with you. They're not your community. They're not, they're not your peeps. <laughs> yeah. So why would you keep them except for ego? Mm-hmm. Now, what if you have 300 and those 300 people are reading your stuff but not engaging? Uh, all of them aren't just reading. I don't know what number it is. Yeah. But uh, I would still be careful. And uh, I, I think like Margaret said... Um, They'll they'll still follow you just because you unfollow them. Yes, mean, that's right. So if they're if they're lurkers and they're di all they care about is reading, like sh Margaret mentioned, why would they care if if you unfollow them? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because all they want is your information. They want to see what you're get your links. They're, you're curating for them basically. Okay, so one of my not pet peeves, one of my question marks is, <laughs> uh, there are people that ha use a utility to tell them when they've been unfollowed, and then they say they why tell the world. <gasps> Yeah. Excuse me. They Bonnie say, unfollowed me. They say, please tell me why you unfollowed. Well, because you're a loser. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, well, I mean, but that's how I you know. should respond. It's like, Damn it, why are we talking about what I did? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me why you're automatically posting. Yeah. That could be a good response. I don't understand that. Why yeah. not? Please tell me why you auto-DM sales spam. Yeah, or yeah. you hijacked my... Yeah, or you... So there's two things that... Um, two reasons that I just knee-jerk, unfollow, unpost, un-whatever-you, um, uh, religion, and mm. politics. Mm. Even if I agree with you, I don't care. Yeah. Just move on. Or multi-level marketing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, those ones. Yeah. Once in a while... But that's an <coughs> obvious one. <coughs> Excuse me. Once in a while, <coughs> a multi-level marketer, yeah. especially on Facebook, will will sneak through and stay there for months. And if you're that good, I'll stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't sell me. But there's this uh, one woman, mm. and she she provides amazing, amazing content, uh, content, and you have to dig two levels deep 
and I know a little bit about the multi-level marketing <laughs> companies, and that's why I knew what she was. <laughs> but I figure if she's that good, I'm going to stick with her, even though I'm never going to so, buy anything from so her. There's what, so what, many what, times what, I've said that. Yeah, what's her address on, on, on Twitter? <laughs> Let's do a shout out to her because she's oh, doing Oh, I don't such know what job. it is on Twitter. If she's oh, that good, I'm going to stick with her. That's, that's, my, that's my usual MO. If that comes out of my. That's usually the girl I date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. There you go. Ouch. Yeah. So it's so all about we, the Twitter. Uh, before we close off the show, what, is, um, what are your favorite Twitter tools to use for um, you know, monitoring Twitter, for uh, stats, for managing your lists, and all that okay. kind of stuff? So the first one was Buffer. I absolutely, everybody should be scheduling using Buffer. Don't use anything else. Don't mess around. It, it is so easy. It's universal. It gives you the kind of information that you need. And you can, you can mix Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn accounts. It's just, it, it is the best. I pay well, $9. You can, you can schedule them all using the same tool, but keep them separate with separate schedules, which yeah, I love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There, it is, yeah. And I pay for the pro version of that. Yeah, I've got the pro version too. Uh, I use, as I said before, Manage Flitter, and mm-hmm. that's to, to monitor what's happening in the community. Uh, Twit Cleaner, I use that also um, just to find out. And the other thing is sometimes you... Uh, when you first follow somebody, their profile is this, and then they suddenly change because they went to a workshop and some spammer <laughs> told them that they can get rich doing this. <laughs> so That's so sad. So uh, that, and I love TweetDeck, and today I almost cried. I did. I read an article that Twitter just bought. Deck a little while. I ago. know, and they're gonna throw it away. They are gonna throw yeah, it away, bastards. Well, you know what? So, what are they doing? They're incorporating some of their technology into the website, or what? Yeah, it's going yeah. to the web version mm-hmm. of it, which actually I use anyway. Yeah. They're dumping Facebook. Well, that doesn't surprise bother me. Surprise, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. What am I gonna? How am I gonna keep track of all my lists if uh, I don't have TweetDeck? Sucks. Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and Hootsuite and, and, and can do that. But I Twitter like is... I don't n- like Hootsuite at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like the interface. I Same do. with Twitter. I mean, that they'll buy something that has a beautiful interface and they'll screw up the interface. I know. It's like, and oh. Hootsuite just bought the other one that I used to use when TweetDeck was down mm. the, with the French guy. Seismic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so really? They bought... They bought uh, oh, yeah. They yeah. did. And that's what they're going to continue to do yeah, for years. Yeah, because Seismic bought Ping... Uh, or took over ping.fm or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, oh, I didn't know Hootsuite bought But I, I think that there's going to be a groundswell of TweetDeck because it's geeks like me that like TweetDeck and, and very we powerful. are mean. Well, it's not only that. It's like you have like a massive millions and millions of audience or maybe hundreds of millions of, uh, in your audience. If you look at the top, you know, 300 tweeters out there, that's hundreds of millions of people. And I'm not talking celebrities. I'm talking about people yep. that are actually active and using it and have real accounts, not like, oh, 5 million people are following me and I'm actually following 20 people. Those guys don't count. It's people that are active and, and have communities that can actually influence. If they're going to streamline it, I don't have an issue because TweetDeck's got a bunch of crap well, they in can't it be that, that nobody stupid. used. I mean, that, come on. They've, they've just got to like, well, make their Bob website better. better. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. Hey, give me No, that. no, they, you're right. They can't be that <laughs> stupid because or someone else is going to come along because native Twitter, and I will admit mm. that it's got better, but 
it's still nowhere near TweetDeck. So do you mean someone else is in a competitor to Twitter or someone who builds a platform like uh, like TweetDeck for Twitter? Well, or just builds a platform and puts it out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, well, not everybody's going to go to Hootsuite. Now. It's a numbers thing. It's a numbers game. Some yeah. people like me just don't like Hootsuite. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like the way... Prob- the problem is, though, is that, that Twitter's like charging now for... Me. Is limiting the number of um, uh, ad, what do you call it? The um, the APIs. They're limiting the uh, the number of calls on Twitter's server. Yeah, they've so always done that. No, they didn't do that uh, until about a year ago or less than a year ago. Hmm. Well, could that be why we used to get uh, <laughs> Twitter fa- whale fails? So that's all why the time? Yeah. that's that's why uh, the founder of App.net started App.net because okay. uh, because of that. I, I'm I'm yeah. with uh, Bonnie for the interface for Hootsuite. Mm. Rubs me the wrong way too. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. I, I know. I'm well, you know what? Let's get that. let's get somebody from Hootsuite in here so they can defend themselves in the next couple oh, of shows. Oh, you know what? I'd love that because. All right. We um, yeah, I Actually, have some. You know, I'll give you, him a call. You, you you can uh, talk to Ryan Holmes for buck sixty seven on Clarity. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can you excellent. for real? Hey, that's that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, I saw it. We, Actually, we bring could, clarity we people on. We're going to pay for you for being all on the for people half that refuse to come on the bunker show. We can just go to their clarity account <laughs> yeah. and book them for a call. Yeah, you want to Skype them Actually, into the show uh, can be done. Uh, yeah. And uh, James, for you, uh, you can talk to Mark Cuban. One hundred and sixty-seven dollars an hour. There a you minute. go. That's a minute. cheap. A minute. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, I thought. Oh you were wait, for one hundred sixty-seven for a minute. A minute. So why is yeah. he charging eight dollars less than the other guy? I don't know. No, no, no. Ryan Holmes is a dollar sixty-seven. No, I meant, uh, but Bob was talking about a guy Cuban that was getting paid one hundred seventy-five. Oh, whatever. I got the number wrong. Yeah, so one hundred sixty-eight dollars. Talk to Mark Cuban. Good yeah. deal. Hey, yeah. everybody out there, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, Bonnie, one last tip for people. You got five seconds. Tweet naked. Be nice. Don't drink. Don't drink and tweet, please. Oh, and you don't have to wear clothes to tweet. That's my final thing. Hey, we got a couple of late guests. Marcel, jump in there and say hi. What's up, bros? Uh, How's it going? They're playing the theme music, so I'm probably being played off. Uh, I brought Byron again. He went and got tamed and uh, uh, went up like two feet the past uh, couple weeks. Uh, That's pretty sweet. Also, this guy's name is Alex. Hey, and uh, Alex, uh, you are the, probably the best dressed guy here. I love the burgundy, love the tie. And, you know, I was talking to my tailor the other day, and he said, Bob, I got to get you into some, um, what's what's that what, what's that stuff called you're wearing on your vest? A suit. A suit. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but what's the material? Eat the mic. Eat oh, the mic, uh, Alex. You got to lean know. in. Lean into the mic. Yeah, like, um, I, I, I don't know, but uh, we, we It's we not corduroy, it, is it? Uh, Frunku, so that's what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to sell me on corduroy. So, but that kind of looks swazzy, very <clears throat> corduroy-ish. Yeah, so how do you leave you. a voicemail? Oh, yeah. one 8776 Shoot. Oh, 1474. Hey, guys. See you next week. Seacrest out. It's the Norm Maven. What the hell? 